0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rethinking H2O podcast. Today on the show, we have Janine Love, who is an active member of Recovery on Water. Recovery on Water is a rowing team that gives survivors of breast cancer the unique opportunity to interact with fellow survivors on the water and become active participants in their recovery. Janine walks us through her remarkable life story and the many challenges she's faced in her battle with cancer. We hope you enjoy listening, and now here's your host, Kevin Sofen. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rethinking H2O podcast. Today, we're really excited to have a guest, Janine Love, who is with Recovery on Water. Janine, how are you doing today? Really excited to have you here on the podcast.
1: I'm doing well this morning. Thank you. It's nice to be here.
0: Right on. Well, before we dive into a little bit more about you as a person, I'd love to learn a little bit more of, of a brief background about Recovery in Water and Water and what is the Recovery and Water mission.
1: Okay. Well, so Recovery and Water is a rowing team of breast cancer survivors in Chicago. Um, and, you know, I, I'm not an official of Recovery and Water. I'm not here, you know, speaking necessarily officially on their behalf, right? I'm just so I can give you the perspective as a team member. Um, the I mean, the the general mission is to provide a a community of support but that fosters a, a space for us to be active because the reality is that being physically active is really important in cancer survivorship um both you do better through treatment and then also afterwards if you can remain physically active there's a lot of lot of benefits to that um so it provides a space for us to to engage in physical activity, um, through a team sport. So there's that sense of community. And although we are a team of breast cancer survivors, that's not necessarily always front and center, right? When we go, we are, you know, community, we're a team, we're, you know, being active together, we're laughing together. But at the same time, if any of us ever has something going on, um, then everybody else kind of knows, like we all, I, what I always say is, you know, everybody on the team knows what it took to walk through that door and become part of that team. So if any of us has anything going on stress-wise, cancer-wise, health-wise, um, the rest of us can sort of step in and provide support as needed, too. So it has it has a lot, you know, sort of multifaceted benefits to it.
0: It's really cool. And yeah, I really admire the the teamwork and collaboration that you have with the other members of Roe. And, and now to kind of a little dig into sort of how you became part of Roe, Could you tell me a little bit more about sort of where you're from and then sort of your journey that brought you to Roe?
1: Sure. Well, where I'm from is uh, I grew up outside of Cleveland, a suburb of Cleveland, so I grew up – I'm a Great Lakes girl. Lynn. <laughs> um But so my, my discovery of Roe um, – of came through, through word of mouth, uh, through a friend, so my path to, right, of course, my path to row went through cancer, um, went through breast cancer, and so I was diagnosed with breast cancer in um, September of 2016, and um, had surgery and then chemo, um, and I'm all done with treatment now, so, except for, you know, ongoing maintenance treatment. Um, but I, uh, I was diagnosed with cancer just under four years after my late partner had passed. So four years prior, I had been widowed at 35, and then at 39, I got a cancer diagnosis. Um, and going into, you know, of course... My first reaction was, oh my, you know, my, my life partner had been sick for a really long time. He had had liver disease and was waiting for a transplant. Um, so my first reaction, of course, to cancer was, is this what life is going to be? Right, like more, you know, more doctors, more time in hospitals. Like, is this it? Um, but then, as I try, you know, started to to adjust to the reality of the diagnosis. I was able to lean on that experience of widowhood and, real, and I knew right away that community was gonna be important and I knew right away that exercise was gonna be important because both of those had been really central to my dealing with grief. Um, and one of the, the things that I had done was I had joined a group in Chicago called the um, Chicagoland Young Widowed Connection and made some good friends through them. And it just so happened that one of my good friends in that group who came and visited me after my surgery was also really good friends with Jen Junk, you know, the ED at Recovery on Water. And you know, both of both my friend and I had, had, you know, knew what, she, she was in the same, you know, sort of in the same spot, right? She knew the community was important, she had dealt with grief through exercise, and so she was like, look, my friend has this group, recovery on water. I think you would totally love it. They've got an open house in like two weeks. You need to go. Um, and so I did. I went and I checked it out and I was kind of hooked from there.
0: I love it. And what, what an amazing aspirational story. I mean, you've gone through so much, but I mean, I can just tell by your spirit and your ethos now that you bring such a good energy and I'm sure they're very lucky to have you. And we're we're excited to even be talking to you on this podcast and explaining some opportunities of working with Roe. And and what I what I'm really interested in is now you've you've shown a great example of how being a cancer survivor and someone you was looking to explore this path towards recovery and, and getting over grief, you joined Roe and now you talked earlier about this importance of community and exercise and this you need there needs to be this space, so some sort of fostering a space to be active and for you and the road team, that's that's on the water. That's the yeah. the the Chicago River, and it's sort of one of those things where it's well, we all have a some sort of indirect or direct relationship with water, and and I kind of want to dive in of when you're you talk about when you're you're with these girls and you're on the you're on the water, which is great. What what is it like for you now that you're on recovery with water? You're on the water with this team when you're actually rowing. What is that? What is that like for you, and why Why is it something that has helped you in this process of recovery and fulfillment?
1: Yeah, there's so many. I mean, like I said, I'm a, I'm a Great Lakes girl, so I discovered that being near water, I um, actually discovered that being near water was, was calming for me and important for me and my, my psychological well-being uh, when I moved to college because I moved from Cle- the Cleveland area to Columbus to go to Ohio State where... There's no great big body of water, um, and I really missed it. Um, but for, you know, as far as Roe is concerned, you know, despite the fact that I, I love being near water, when I joined the team, I wasn't really sure I wanted to be on the water. <laughs> um, and and that was, it's one of the really nice things about Roe, um, again, is that everybody knows what it took to walk through there that door, and everybody wants you there. And so they will adjust. You know, to meet your needs, which means if somebody joins and they don't want to be on the water, they don't ever have to go out on the water. You don't have to be on the water to be part of the team. Although, you know, they encourage you to at least try it, right? So that was sort of the space I was in. I joined right before water season started. Water season starts in April, and I joined in March last year. Um, And they were, I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that. (laughs) And they said, just come to water training and try it. And if you don't like it, you don't, you know, you don't have to do. You don't have to go out on the water if you don't want to. And the reality was, you know, those are, it's the Chicago River, first of all. um, And those are long, skinny boats, and you know, it's a new skill, and you don't necessarily, you know, you know what you're doing when you just start, and it's kind of scary. Um, And it took a lot for me to actually get into that boat and get out on the water, and I was, quite honestly, I was terrified. Um, But that is also part of What makes Recovery on Water also so awesome is that, I mean, with the exception, I think of, like, one team member, none of us are rowers, right? We're all just a bunch of breast cancer survivors getting in a boat for the first time and trying this out, which means that all of us, to some extent, go, you know, have to get past that initial, like, oh, my God, I don't know if I can do this, Mm -hmm. Uh, which is great. It's, you know... it's an additional sort of challenge and it makes you, you know, feel good about yourself that you like you know, I know in my personal situation to say, like, oh, I was scared of this and I did it. And now when I go out there, so when I first went out there, I was terrified. Like every little bobble on the boat is like, Oh, we're going down. But now when I go out there, I feel much more secure. I know what I'm doing, I trust my team members, I trust our coaches and our coxes. Um, and now when I go out onto the water. You know, there's actually this, I just describe it as like a body sigh, right? There's just like, I can just feel the tension drain, like whatever's going on in my life, you know, that tension just sort of melts away as we float out onto the water initially. um, And I can just feel this sense of calm come over me and there's nowhere else I want to be.
0: I love it. And that's really cool. And and I think when you look into that, of of course, doing something new is, is scary it can be terrifying and especially with water which some people maybe have a traumatic experience and just as much as water gives us life and enjoyment water can also give us death in different ways and there's a lot of these things going into our head about being on the water water safety drinking safe water all these things psychologically that we think about but i think for for you and your team of being able to let down your guard in some regards and then allowing your team to pull you together and give you some of that courage and and then just adventuring on the water—it's—it's it's shown to have profound positive impacts in your mm-hmm. happiness, and your well-being, and your overcoming of dealing with grief. It, it seems like.
1: Yeah, and you know, I was just thinking as I was, you know, talking about that with you, that um, it sort of flipped through my head as like, why would a bunch of cancer survivors want to force themselves to do something that's another challenge, right? Um, But I think that's some of the magic of it, too, is that cancer was not a challenge that any of us chose, obviously, right? You know, this is just something that gets thrust into your path unexpectedly, and you just, you have no choice. You just have to figure out how to cope. Whereas, you know, coming here, we've got this great community and these wonderful coaches and everything, and this is a challenge that we chose for ourselves, right? So you can follow up that cancer challenge with this other positive challenge. Challenge and the sense of community and being out on the water and it's it's
0: pretty awesome. Yeah, I dig it. And and you talked about being a Great Lakes gal and I consider myself a Great Lakes guy. I've, I've even though I grew up in the Pacific Ocean, I've spent a lot of my life in the Midwest, in Wisconsin, and now living in Chicago and the Great Lakes, Michigan. And I've always had this personal connection to water, where I've always been drawn to the seaweed or even just looking at rocks or going fishing and all these things that similar to you, I guess Whenever I'm not around a big body of water, I miss it. And I feel this deep, emotional, mm-hmm. spiritual connection to it. And that's where I, I'd recently become connected to an amazing field of science from an amazing author named Wallace J. Nichols called Blue Mind. And the title of his book is Blue Mind, Why Humans Are Happier, Healthier, More Productive When We Are On, In, Near, or Around Water. And I remember when I first saw this, it kind of caught me by surprise because I'd always thought that but he sort of helps put some of these thoughts into perspective of things that we can talk about and i think that's what i'm hearing from you is how being on the water in these different ways has really allowed you to explore that blue mind you've you had that that body side where we can get into that sort of zen that allows us to maybe not think about all those previous hardships that either we chose or didn't choose but i'm living in the present right now i feel happy healthy fulfilled and with my friends and mm-hmm. I think that's something that it's inspires me every day when I wanna pursue people with and helping with water education, water safety. But even just to kinda hear from your perspective, that's to me that's such a fascinating reinforcement of the science because it's it, it it's true. I mean, it seems like that's something that's been transformative within not only your life, but the other woman on the on the road team with you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's you know, that combined with what we know exercise can do for us mentally is part of why rowing is so cool, um, or any sort of physical activity, right, out on the water, um, is that you have that, that emotional or, you know, that connection to water that is, you know, I, for me, it is, it's deeply calming and reassuring, and I just feel sort of connected to the world a little bit more when I'm, I'm near a big body of water. Um, but also when we're engaged in physical activity, right, our minds also go into a different space. So, um, yeah, I had mentioned physical activity being important in my grief work, right, and part of that was that I was just connected, directly connected to my body, sort of shut everything else out, right, um, and I just go into a completely different mental state. So when you can combine that with also being on or near water, that I think is a, is a really amazing combination.
0: One might say the winning combination. Yeah, yeah, and I and I, <clears throat> I actually I'm, I'm excited to attend some of the rowing training missions. And like be, I do some rowing maybe at the gym, but I've never actually been a rower, so I'm sure I'm gonna mm-hmm. get my buck kicked a little bit. But I'm, just like you said, I I think we just need to sometimes, throw down, take off our guard, and just give it a shot. I have never mm-hmm. done it before, but I'm excited to explore the opportunity of getting in a boat with some powerful, inspirational uh, women like yourself. And yeah. and I know Jen Junk is truly like the Wonder Woman of Chicago, and I, I thank her she for is. kind of helping connect all this. And she was a an awesome participant at an event we hosted called Sustainably Awesome in Chicago, where we actually we got some people I think interested in some of the Junior Board with Recovery and Water, and there's some other uh, people who got in- involved with with RO. So we're excited to do more of these types of talks with you. And I think the the last thing I want to maybe dig into a little bit more is the sort of indirect way about why having a clean Chicago river is important for row where mm. I think a lot of people would sort of look at it like, Oh, either the river is really dirty and I'm not dealing with it or it's really clean And yeah, I appreciate that and that I can enjoy recreation. But I'd, I've seen a lot of work with people doing stuff with the army Corps of engineers and what they do to help maintain water levels or, what the Friends of Chicago River is doing to implement different uh, water, the stormwater runoff, uh, estuary rebuilding uh, nest, or whether it's bird, bat nest or turtle nest, or all, all these different things that add to the overall river ecology. I just wanted to know if that's something that you've thought about, or if anyone talks about in regards to how you guys need the clean water to be able to do your activities, but is it something that Do you you think it's talked about enough or appreciated in some regards on what what kind of work is done with that?
1: Um, You mean talked about in general?
0: In general or even amongst the row members. I mean, I think that's something where just analyzing why the the indirect and direct value of having those clean water projects that help allow the river to be clean so you guys can use it.
1: Yeah, I mean, certainly the, the kind of work that folks like Friends of the River are, are doing is wonderful um, and is so important. And, you know, I said when I was talking about getting over the fear of getting in the boat and getting on the water, I was like, we're on the Chicago River. And I wasn't just meaning, like, oh, it's a big river and that's scary. But if you've ever been really close to the water on the Chicago I had been kayaking once, like, in a, a, a couple years before that. And so I kind of knew what getting close to the water <laughs> meant. Mm. Is- Getting on the Chicago River, and you know, to add to that, we're we're right at the inner like where the intersection between the Chicago River and Bubbly Creek, and our novice rowers actually row on Bubbly Creek. So that's where I spent most of last year rowing, um, and even more so than the Chicago River. If you've been close, you know, near to the the surface of, of Bubbly Creek, it's not necessarily the most pleasant thing. Mm. Um, so you got to really want to be out on that water to be willing to. To you know, row through that. Um, so certainly, you know, but as far as we're talking about, you know, you say some people think that oh, it's it's clean enough, it's fine. No, it's definitely not. Um, and and so there's, I think there's always definitely more work to be done. Um, certainly, for you know, I sometimes I laugh. I'm like, yeah, we're a bunch of cancer survivors out rowing on Bubbly Creek. How's that, you know, is that a good idea? Um, just because you know that water quality is not good. Um, but, you know, so, yeah, certainly for recreation to be able to, to really connect with the water and feel comfortable and, you know, not have to worry about, you know, what's going to happen if I fall in. Like I said, I went kayaking with, with some friends, and one of my friends did fall <clears throat> in, and she was sick for several days afterwards. Oh, wow. So you don't really want to have to worry about that when you're trying to enjoy the water recreationally and and certainly, you know, for thinking about, you know, beyond just, you know, selfish recreation, you know, well, not selfish, but like, you know, for me, like, oh, right, rec- it's important for me recreationally, but, you know, beyond that, it's it's important for our ecosystem. It's important for, you know, the Chicago metropolitan area, but it's also important for this entire, you know, the watershed area around here, Um, and the wildlife that we share this world with, and Mm. making sure that we have an appropriate balance in our ecosystem. It's, You know, we've messed up the water, and we need to to work work on, on restoring that balance.
0: Absolutely, and Friends of Chicago River and the Alliance for Great Lakes are two local organizations that are doing really cool things to help reduce the impact of stormwater runoff or some of the agricultural runoff mm-hmm. or doing different things where they're implementing these bat nests and turtle nests. And people think, well, w- w- what do I care about bats or turtles? Well, they play a big role within the whole ecosystem to help maintain stability amongst the whole, all the, the food chain. And then some of those things help with some reducing the runoff or erosion and all these different direct and indirect factors that go towards having a cleaner river, which leads to... A more positive experience on recreation and yeah. so we're i know we're in conjunction with roe we're doing some communication with recovery on uh friends of chicago river and the alliance for great lakes to kind of continue to bring all these water experiences up together and we i'm just glad that you've continued to acknowledge that and, and speak about those things because I, that's something i want to i'll Continue to bring that discussion to everyone in the water space, and and hopefully we can all continue to enjoy the positive experiences that that you've given that shed some light on in terms of what it's done from you psychologically and emotionally. And we're really excited to just keep this conversation going because it's there. This this is still very new to a lot of us, and mm-hmm. it's important that we get this word out and and learn more about the importance of row and the importance of um, the water to row and everyone that enjoys it.
1: Yeah. Well, I definitely appreciate having a chance to to chat about Roe. Um, it's an amazing organization. Um, I, anytime you know somebody's asking me about it, or you know, why do you join Roe, or should I? You know, if somebody's new come into an open house thinking about joining. Um, and my standard line is always joining Roe was the best thing that I did to myself for myself post diagnosis. Um, so. Any opportunity I have to, to come out and talk about what an amazing organization it is, so I'm, I'm, I'm very thankful for that. Um, and I definitely appreciate the, the tie-in that you're doing with not only, you know, what is this organization and how does it reflect the importance of water and, you know, how it's important for supporting uh, breast cancer survivors, but tying it into this larger picture about the importance of water and, you know, um, balance in our ecosystem. So.
0: Thank you. Well, we, we definitely share that mindset of a blue mind and trying to help others and give back in multiple ways. And if, if people want to learn more about you or about the organization, where would be the best place to do that? Just the, the website or uh, contact Jen or what would you recommend?
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, Recovery on Water has a a website, so if you Google Recovery on Water, right, you'll come to that website, and that's probably the best place to start. Um, We have, you know, you can contact Jen, Kathleen is our outreach coordinator. She is also a uh, team member and breast cancer survivor. She is absolutely fabulous. So if you go to the website and you just kind of look through, you can get more information about the mission, the history of the organization who our coaches and, you know, are and who Jen is um, and some contact information. And, and I, I know that they would be delighted to hear from folks.
0: Yep, it's recoveryinwater.org, and I will also put the proper email of someone to contact in there for everyone. So, Janine, thank you so much for your time. Really an amazing story, and I look forward to more discussions with you in the near future.
1: Thank you. It was great to be here.
0: Thank you.